In the final game of the first semester, the Warriors tie at BU 1-1, to and with us is the head coach of the Warriors, Mark Dennehy, and you get three points out of four on the weekend. Uh, the trend is up heading into the holiday break, and I imagine that's a pretty good feeling right now. It is, and, and um, you know, it, it, like I said last night, it's nice for our guys to be rewarded with with a hard effort and also I thought pretty good execution for the most part. Um, we made some gains this weekend um, and, and our goal is to get better every day. We got better this weekend. Uh, we played better than we played last night for large stretches. We still, I think, bring on some of our problems, uh, self-inflicted, and against a team like BU or against any hockey's team, that's going to end up, uh, it, it can hurt you. And uh, thankfully, uh, I thought Raz, uh, you know, stood tall when he needed to, and and so that that wasn't the case. But uh, there are good ties, and there and there are other ties. And I think tonight was another tie. I think, you know, I think a lot of our guys in our room felt like that extra point should have been ours. And and uh, you know, so that's good. I mean, again, we had three out of four, and and we're leaving there feeling like we should have had four. So you came off of the third period last night, and it seemed like you picked up right where you left off tonight. And uh, you knew you were going to get a stronger effort from them tonight, but it still seemed like you guys were able to do pretty much what you wanted to do for the first couple periods. Well, you know, I, I thought we broke the puck out somewhat efficiently as soon as you know, especially after their first goal. And then, um, and when we do that, and we and we put pucks in good places, you know, we can get on teams. And I, I really, I thought we got on the forecheck. That's what we want to do. And we were able to cycle the puck. We had a good third-man presence, and, and we were able to spread the zone and got chances, and there was energy, and, and we were able to roll all four lines. And, um, you know, we got into trouble when we turned some pucks over coming out of our zone. And, and it wasn't until the third, but those first two periods, we had the puck an awful lot. And then it's, it's kind of cyclical. So you're on the grind, and, and you're kind of wearing that team out, and, and they might spend 20, 30 seconds in their zone. They get the puck. They don't have enough left to generate offense. So they just dump it and change, and you can wheel it right back and, and, and establish the forecheck again. So I think that was a lot of the first two periods was, was us on the forecheck. Yeah, I mean, you had mentioned it last night as one of the keys to the game, you thought. And it turned out to be one of the keys to the weekend. Your forecheck was pretty good all weekend. It was, and uh, good good efforts. It starts, it starts with puck placement. Uh, I thought we, we, we put pucks in good places. Uh, we took good angles and uh, and forced them to make hard plays and, and, and risky plays. And, and um, when, they, you know, when we were able to uh, contain the puck, then we jumped on it. And we were able to, if not outnumber, then at least get on a pile. And, uh, you know, it, it, it generated, we generated a lot of offense that way. Seemed like there was a pretty good flow to the game, too, or at least worked in your guys' favor. Not Nothing called in, in terms of penalties in the first 30 minutes of the game, so you're able to keep rolling lines out there. <laughs> yeah, you know, we, we thought four lines was, was good for us, and, and uh, you know, we like to play that way if we can, uh, especially since to play the way we want to play takes a lot of energy. Um, you know, and, and that's what you might have seen in the third period. It was just you had some tired bodies, and, and you know, uh, maybe that's my fault for maybe shortening the bench a little bit early. But the power plays and the penalty kill do that uh, kind of on its own. But uh, no, I, I thought we had a good flow to the, the game early on, and, and it allowed us to roll full lines. How did you feel about the power play tonight? It didn't seem overall it was quite as effective, except for maybe that last chance in the third period. I, I thought, I mean, I think we had four, and one was a short one. Uh, I thought the first two were, weren't very good, uh, but we made some adjustments, and I thought the last two were pretty good. Yeah. You know, I thought we had some good chances. We moved the puck around. We, You know, there was a bounce of a puck over a stick a couple times. Like we right. just, 
we just missed, but we, we you know, we, we moved the puck around, we had some looks. Um, you know, I thought for sure Gouldy was going to get one. He's almost the, the lost guy on that power play because, you know, he, he does such a great job in net front and he just takes a licking. Um, you know, I thought for sure he was going to bang one home. We had a couple pucks to the net and he had some whacks at it. But, uh, listen, when you don't score, uh, you know, you look at the power play and say, just what could we have done better? Uh, but I did, I did think that the power play got better as the game went on talking about guys taking a beating out there and somebody said to me after the game last night boy Rhett Bly he's, you know, he's always taking a hit to uh, to get the puck up ice at one point you know he did that and he just got leveled he knew he was going to get hit but he did it anyway and tonight I mean scoring chances right right around the net and he's getting run over it seems every time that it happens but uh, I mean is there anything that this guy won't do well he wears he wears a letter for a reason his teammates respect the heck out of him you know, his line is pretty emblematic of how we play. It ain't pretty, baby, but it's effective. And, and uh, you know, I think between them, they might have had 11 shots on net tonight. Um, you know, and, and he's the, he's definitely the, the, the straw that stirs that drink. Um, he's like the NHS bunny. He just goes, goes, goes. Benny Baum might have had the best game he's had since he's been here. Um, I think he had seven shots on net or something like that. And uh, and singles just grind. So, uh, no, I thought I thought... Blasey's gonna. The goals that Blasey scores for us this year are gonna be big ones, and I've told him that. You know, I thought he was gonna score that one uh, in the third period, yeah. and uh, and then he actually had another chance in overtime. You know, and and uh, it's just because he works so darn hard. Warrior of the game tonight was Rasmus Tiernan, and I thought he should have been the second star. I mean, uh, Matt O'Connor certainly the way that he played with 38 saves. But uh, I mean, I thought tonight was uh, was a real challenge for for a goaltender where you don't see the puck. I mean, the puck is down the other end for large stretches, and then when BU did get chances, they were pretty good ones. Yeah, I mean, the shots were what 15 to three after one, and I only remember one of their shots. Yeah. You know, and and so to not have that uh, constant pressure. Uh, or ebb and flow to the game, and then all of a sudden to have to deal with that. Um, yeah, I thought he did a pretty good job. Uh, you know, he didn't make the game winning save, but uh, he didn't have to. Well, he, he made the game saving save, or at least you know to keep it a tie several times in the third period in the overtime. Yeah, no, he definitely did. You know, if we'd have scored a second, he'd have made the game saving game winning save for sure. Um, it, you got to see that that save he'd made where he, where he stacked the pads. That that was pretty impressive. Yeah, that was old school. It was like Reggie Lemelin. Yeah. Um, I didn't. I didn't get a good look at it, and I was actually a little bit. Um, I was a little bit uh, surprised that he went with the two pack staff, the, the two pad stack, uh, because um, you know it, it, that's old school. But uh, you know he, he he's really elevated his game, and he's been playing pretty well, and, and you know that's why he got back to back starts. Well, other than the, the fact you mentioned that there were times that you guys probably, I guess, were you know were killers with the puck and it led to turnovers and scoring chances. Where, I mean, you did a lot of very good things this weekend and especially tonight. Anything that you 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 know want to work on out of this game? Yeah, I think um, I think we need to work on uh, you know when when turnovers happen. You're not going to play a completely clean game, um, you know, and we don't want to turn the puck over. It's a, you know want to take care of the puck and then and there are turnovers and take there are giveaways and takeaways right yeah. turnovers aren't all created equal sometimes the other team takes them away yeah. i thought we had some giveaways um so we want to look at those and, and try to rectify it but then also how you react to mistakes uh, you know that's a big issue too so 
you know, when that puck turns over, I feel like we're just running to the, the problem area and vacating other areas instead of sort of assessing the situation again, getting to important ice, assessing the situation, and seeing where that puck might go. You know, we talk a lot about the next play. We talk a lot about, um, you know, don't go where the puck is, go where the puck's going. And, and we talk about that offensively. I think we have to talk about that defensively too. I guess what you're talking about is, you know, hockey sense or hockey intelligence, whatever they call it. I mean, I, I'm watching Mike Collins tonight several times. I know we've talked about him a lot, but, you know, there's times that you can just tell he takes that split, extra split second. He sees, you know, surveys the situation and gets the puck where it should go. Well, there's also a sense of urgency, right, where you, where you lose the puck. When you turn the puck over, you, you want to rectify it. Nobody wants to make mistakes. And, you know, I just what I've seen is we, we run to the puck instead of, Again, just reassessing the situation. The, the, the guy with the puck, even though you turn it over, the guy with the puck might not be the most dangerous guy. It might be a guy, you know, away from the play that's coming late. or And, yeah, I think that's what happened on that first goal. A guy came in late yeah. and I'm getting the pass. Right. So um, we want to limit our turnovers. And then, you know, we've got to play a little bit better when, when it gets a little helter-skelter in the D zone and, and, and you know, we want to we wanna contain the puck, but then we need to make sure that we, we take away their, their options. Well, as we said, you see you're trending up here with the win and a tie here in the final weekend before the break. It's been a, it's been a tough first half. You guys are trying to find yourselves in a number of ways. Uh, how do you feel about things at this point going into the break? You know, we take every game as it comes, and, and I, I don't think, you know, I, I look at, the, uh, I look at the, the first Northeastern game and I look at the hot Yale game. Right, and I, and I and I and I look at the Bentley game, and I look at, at um, I think those are the only games that I, I wasn't happy with. I, I was I was upset about how we played. I think every other game that we've played, we've played hard. Um, we haven't always played well, but um, you know we we're working to get better. Uh, I think the the big part of this weekend though was, you know. Uh, I look back on that Yale weekend, and I told our guys, I want to, I want to look back and say that was rock bottom, and that we were able to, to to stop the ball from rolling down the hill and start inching it back up to the top. So I think, I think we we, we moved the the needle a little bit this weekend. And it was important to get the points in hockey's play. So if that's the time that you're going to turn it around when you have league games, uh, that's a good time to do it. But the way, again, I mean, we've talked about it before, the way that the schedule is, and I know it is what it is, but you come off of, you played eight out of nine in in the league, you know, league points being on the line. Now you're going to, besides going into the break, even when you come out of the break, you got six straight league, you know, non-league and exhibition games, and then you jump back into the league for 12 games. So uh, what's the approach here over the next month and a half or so, I guess, uh, you know, both with the uh, the end of the first semester coming up academically and then the holidays and then after the break? Well, first and foremost, these guys have their finals this week, you know, and, and uh, they're students first. And so they, as much as we want to finish strong athletically, uh, we need them to finish strong academically. Um you know, we've got 25 days between games. One of the things we talked about was um, you know, remembering, uh, you know, the, the, how focused and how hard, how focused we were, how hard uh, we worked, and how much we prepared for this weekend. Um, we're not going to be able to take any momentum into next into the, our next game, but if we can if we can remember that every day and make sure that the, these next 25 days aren't a vacation, that you know, we're going to have some work to do when we get back to get back to this point, but. We can't lose that mentality. We can't lose that 
identity that I think we started to create uh, in terms of, of uh, you know our overall play and non-league league you know we're not going to abandon what our, our our process which is just to get better every day I mean, we want to get better every day and, and we I firmly believe that that's the way for our team to get to be the best this team can be is to just continue to work on being getting better every day well after the break you're going to play the Russian Red Stars first of all the what do you know about that team? Not too much. I actually have a call in to a good friend of mine, Scotty McPherson, who works for the Russian Hockey Federation. And, uh, um, it really helped us set this up. And, uh, I remember Scotty, a former Merrimack assistant coach, long way ways yeah, back. A former Merrimack assistant. I worked with him at UMass. He played at Lowell. Uh, scored half his goals shooting left shot and half his goals shooting right shot. That's a true story. And he was also uh, the skating double for Youngblood. Yeah. Uh, for Rob Lowe, uh, he is an absolute character, and he's, he's always been a very good friend of mine uh, from our days at UMass. Um, so uh, he helped me with this, and, and uh, I, I don't think he's, he's going give to give me a scouting report since he's working for the Russian Hockey Federation. <laughs> but um, you know, I think how did that happen? By the way, isn't that treason? Uh, I don't know. I, I shouldn't <laughs> say the, the Russian Hockey Federation. I think he's he's doing some projects with um, uh, one of the Medvedevs, and. Uh, you know, and, and involved in the KHL, and you know he's always been around hockey, and, and you know his travels have taken him everywhere. I mean, he's—if he wrote a book, I'd buy it. That's for sure. <laughs> it would probably be pretty funny for one thing. Yeah, I, I, no, no doubt. Well, uh, and then you're going to play the Frozen Fenway. I wanted to ask you: um, all the other three games among hockey East teams are going to be league games. Your game with Providence is a non-league game. It's the only one that won't count in the league standings. Uh, I have to assume that you and Nate Lehman worked that out. And what was the reasoning for that? Uh, I'm going to give Nate the credit. I mean, he approached me about it, and I gave it some thought. And I've got a lot of respect for Nate. I think he's a heck of a coach to the extent to which, I, you know, I, I was kind of thinking, is he trying to outsmart me here or what's going on? But, um, listen, it's a special event, and there's going to be enough going on with the event itself to have points on the line. Um, you know, I, I don't. I don't want to say it would, ta- it would take away from the game, but um, I don't know that it'd be fair for league play. So um, we're looking forward to playing them again. I mean, they've beaten us twice, and, and uh, they've both been good, hard-fought games. You know, I, I, we, we, I think our guys want another shot at them, and, and uh, it'll be in a great setting. So um, they've got it cooking right now too. So it'll be a chance for us to play a very good team. And you just announced the new third jersey. I wanted to touch on that one, the retro jersey you guys are calling it. How'd you come up with the name and how'd you come up with the design? Well, it's, you know, it's it's classic. I mean, you know, it's it's back in the day they weren't working with too many fabrics because, you know, it just it took too long. So, you know, we went with the two colors, uh, gold and blue, and, and um, you know, you look at the piping striping on the sleeves and on the... Um, waistband and they'll be on the socks i just thought it had a clean crisp look um you know and and something different and then to throw the warriors on there um i think it, it kind of goes back to the to the, the beginning of hockey at, at merrimack college and um you know it's funny someone someone was asking if this will be a one-off and we'll just wear them and never wear them again you know it's like anything else we'll see how we play <laughs> And then, uh, as we mentioned, the break's coming up here. So uh, I hear that Alex, the elf on the shelf, has been doing his work there. And, and uh, 
I imagine that uh, he's been pretty busy. I know Joey the Elf in our house has been as well, but uh, hopefully uh, it ends up being a, a nice outcome. I'm sure it will be for the for the Dennehy girls. Yeah, it's special. T- I mean, uh, you know, I've got young daughters, and it's it's such a special time of the year. Um, you know, I think you're very thankful coming off of Thanksgiving. Very thankful for um, all the positive things that have happened to, uh, to our family, um, the Merrimack community. Um, and, and you know, things things are really going well uh, in terms of Merrimack College, and, and uh, we've been the beneficiaries of a number of positive things. You know, that that facility is really beyond my wildest dream. I mean, you know, if, if Santa brings me coal, I'll still have made out when, you know, just to be able to look out for my office onto the, the Tom Lawler rink is, is pretty special. So, but I'd like to wish every you know all the the Merrimack College community and. Merrimack College hockey fans, alumni, supporters, uh, a Merry Christmas and a Happy New Year, and uh, really looking forward. To be honest with you, uh, you know these guys might be looking for a break, but I doubt it. I, I think we're chomping at the bit. I, I think we wished we were still going here, so uh, that's a good sign. All right, Mark. Thanks as always for your time. We appreciate it. Uh, Merry Christmas and Happy New Year to you and your family, and the rest of the team. We'll see you after the New Year. Thanks, Mike. To you and yours.